are listening to a Commonwealth Bank of Australia Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. This podcast provides general market-related information and is not intended to be an investment research report. The information contained in this podcast is based on previously published material, and before listening, you're advised to read the full Global Economic and Markets Research Disclaimers, which can be found at combankresearch.com.au. Welcome to the Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. My name is Belinda Allen and I'm a Senior Economist here at ComBank and today I'm joined by Stephen Halmerick, our Chief Economist. Stephen, nice to have you on for a back-to-back podcast. Thanks, Belinda. Yeah, very good to be back with you again. Now, last podcast we did, we were talking about uh, the big overview of our global and Australian economic outlook. We're going very narrow today in talking about the household spending intentions index uh, for March. So we know at the moment consumer spending is one of the most important things that's going to drive the economic outlook in Australia, particularly given uh, the material lift in interest rates uh, the Reserve Bank has delivered since May last year. Now, what did the HSI show for March? Well, so for the month of March, the, the HSI index is actually up. 8% 8% on the month. So we have to remember that came after falls in both January and February. And March is a longer month, uh, mm. so more days and uh, seasonal factors at play here. Uh, I think the, uh, the important thing to focus on is actually the annual percent change. So compared to March last year, the index is up 3.8%. Now in February, the annual change was 4.6% and, and the peak was back in August last year of 15.2%. So really since August last year, uh, the and the annual percent change has moderated you know, quite significantly and that I think is very much in line with the impact of the Reserve Bank's interest rate hike and what we're seeing in other data, particularly the slowdown in the credit and debit card spending numbers. That's right. So that 3.8% up for March is obviously weaker than what we're seeing in terms of consumer prices at the moment. That's uh, closer to 7% if we look at the monthly CPI indicator. So it looks like the volume of spending uh, is quite flat, particularly if we take into account the very rapid growth of population in Australia at the moment. And one of the other things uh, that we have noted is, and it's important to remember, is the Household spending intention series includes the home buying category and over the past year that's been down 20.9%. So that's dragging that annual rate of growth lower. Yes, that's right. So that's uh, one of the benefits of the HSI is it includes you know, 12 different spending categories, of one of which is home buying, as you say, and, mm-hmm. and that's where there has been uh, some significant weakness, down almost 21% compared to March last year. Uh, and, of course, that reflects the, the big increase in interest rates from the Reserve Bank, which has seen you know, a, a significant slowdown in the pace of lending and new home uh, applications and approvals. And up until recently, I should say, uh, quite significant uh, declines in house prices as well. That's right. If we do look at the annual change for some of those other categories, though, I mean, they do remain uh, on the weaker side. So, in particular, entertainment spending is down 2.2% over the past year, retail spending's up just 3.7% and travel's now up only 2.2%. So we are certainly seeing the impact of those higher interest rates on a number of different categories at the moment. But just going back to the monthly moves, uh, it was up 8% 
for the month. Uh, as you noted, uh, March generally is seasonally stronger just because there are more calendar days. Uh, but if we do seasonally adjust the data, uh, it is up marginally. But transport was one of uh, the biggest contributors to the lift. That was up 19% in the month. Yes, that's 19% in the month for transport, as you say. So it's interesting when we look at the details there, um, compared to March last year, it's up 30%, mm. uh, really led by an uh, increase in spending on public transport, uh, parking lots, so garages and taxis. So that would uh, you know, uh, suggest to me that it's people getting back to their place of work, so back yes. into the office and other places of work. So using more public transport, you know, parking their cars near, near work, taking taxis. So I think that's a, that's a good sign of some uh, more you know, normalcy, if I can put yeah. it that way, returning to the to the labour market in terms of working uh, in the office. And entertainment was also up quite strongly in the month, but that really followed uh, some big declines in January and February. Yeah, that's right. As you say, entertainment's up uh, just over 17% in March, but it was uh, down 11% in January, down 13% in February, so a bit of a seasonal bounce there. Uh, but over the year, there has been an increase in spending on uh, eating and drinking places, as well as the live theatre, uh, catering, and other kind of recreational items. So uh, there is still some uh, some you know, increase in spending on people just getting out and about, including things like, as I said, live theatre and, and catering. So that's uh, that's good to see. Uh, now, retail spending intentions uh, was up twelve point six percent in March. Uh, when we did seasonally adjust it, it was also uh, up as well, uh, and that follows follows some weakness in January and February. It's interesting when we drill down into that spending cat- category, just the shifts in patterns we've seen uh, over the past uh, year. So, for example, uh, one of the things we've noticed is quite a big fall in spending at uh, anything to do with uh, the house. So... Uh, furniture stores, household appliances, electronic stores, home supply warehouses have all been fairly weak and I think that's reflecting obviously the weakness that we've seen in the housing market, particularly with housing turnover. But we are still lifting spending uh, in other areas, aren't we? Yes, the, the areas where we're seeing the increases are for grocery stores and supermarkets as well as uh, things like pet stores and variety stores. So a bit of an improvement there. But if we look at that retail sales, uh, as you said, it up 12.6% in March, mm. uh, but that came after you know, some seasonal weakness in both January and February. It's up only 3.7% in the year to March, which is well below the pace of inflation. Yes. So in um, in real terms, uh, the retail sales number actually now going backwards. It is. And one of the other strengths we saw in March as well was travel. That was up 12.6% in the month. Yeah, so uh, good to see the, the improvement in travel again, but as you mentioned, in a in an annual sense, it's up only two percent mm. compared to March last year. Uh, after that part of the the HSI index was actually very strong earlier in the recovery, and you know the the annual rate of increase actually peaked at a hundred and forty one percent increase in August last year. So it's definitely slowed a, a bit since then. Uh, but we we are seeing some increases in spending on things like travel agents, airlines, tourist attractions, cruise ships. So all those travel areas recovering from the, the the very weak conditions that were evident through the middle of COVID. And we did actually uh, see a bounce in things like education and home buying in the month. So education was up 7.6% uh, 
uh, certainly the start of the semester uh, for university impacting there. But the lift in home buying, uh, even though we talked about it being down 20.9% over the year, that lift in home buying in the month of March certainly has been linked uh, with the stabilisation in home prices. Yeah, it's interesting to see as interest rates were still rising through mm. February and March, um, house prices stabilised in February and actually were up in the month of March, particularly here in Sydney yeah. where we're, we're both coming uh, from now. So uh, that's certainly going to be something I think the Reserve Bank keeps an eye on, but it is interesting to see as we come towards the end of the interest rate hiking cycle uh, that a little bit of confidence is coming back into that housing market already. And very uh, low stock on the market as well, which is leading to some support. Now, do we see any weakness in the HSI over March? Well, actually, the, the only uh, sub-component that declined in the month of March was communications and digital streaming. And that was, that was uh, well, all but unchanged down 0.1% on the month. So that's the, uh, that's the only sector where there was a decline. Uh, utilities was up only marginally, up 0.6%. The same with insurance, up only 1.3%. So some of those, uh, some of those extra costs there, uh, or extra spending, rising only modestly. But digital and uh, communication streaming are relatively unchanged on the month. Now it's going to be interesting looking at consumer spending uh, over coming months. As you said at the start, we do have that significant roll off of fixed rate home loans uh, over coming months, as well as the continued pass through from the lifts in the cash rate by the RBA uh, onto variable rate mortgages as well. So no doubt we'll continue to see some movement in the HSI over coming months. Yes, I think that's right. There's, even though the Reserve Bank paused on its monetary policy tightening cycle for April. There's a lot of financial conditions tightening still to come through the system in the months ahead, and we think that will continue to weigh on consumer spending as, the, as 2023 progresses. Looking forward to touching base next month on the HSI, Stephen. Thanks, Linda. Talk to you then. Thanks for joining. Now, you can read Stephen Halmerick's report on the CBA Household Spending Intentions Index, which is published on the 18th of April 2023 on combankresearch.com.au. And the data used in the Commonwealth Bank Household Spending Intention Series is a combination of CBA data and publicly available Google Trends data. Any reference to the term CBA data means the proprietary data of the bank. As the statistics take into account only the bank's data, it may not reflect all trends in the market. All customer data used or represented is anonymised and aggregated before analysis and is used and disclosed in accordance with the bank's privacy policy. 